Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Learn English with Teachify. I'm Lewis, and today we're joined by another new teacher. So, dun 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 dun. I'm gonna give her the possibility to introduce herself. So, Cat, hello. How are you? Hello, everyone. It's lovely to be here. My name is Cat, and I'm from the south of England. I currently live in Granada, and I'm an English teacher with Teachify. Amazing. So, uh, how long have you been living in Granada, a beautiful city? It's beautiful. I have fallen in love with Granada. I've only been here four months in total, but I don't want to go back to the UK. <laughs> Awesome. And uh, so you're from the south of England. Uh, are you from London or a smaller town? So I grew up in Bath, which you might have seen on the sort of traditional Jane Austen films, um, which was a beautiful place to grow up in. And then I moved to London, where I spent 10 years uh, studying and working, which is a big, big city. It's a good change from to Granada. And so being in such a big city, being in London, uh, how was it? How did you manage? And did you like such a kind of fast paced lifestyle? I, when I was a student, a bit younger, I loved it. I loved having the options of different places to go, meeting lots of people from all over the world. But once I started to work, I joined the rat race, um, had to commute to work every day. I became disenchanted with the city um, and seeks a place similar to Granada which is a lot smaller uh, a lot more community feel definitely and better weather of course oh a hundred percent absolutely um, so you mentioned the rat race uh, Kat, what, yes. what do you mean by the rat race it's not a bunch of rats running around London no 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 it's... <laughs> Although there are a lot of rats in the uh -huh. underground in London, um, it's used to describe uh, people who go to work nine to six, Monday to Friday, and work in very corporate jobs. That's the rat race. <laughs> and it wasn't for you. It wasn't your cup of tea. No, it wasn't my cup of tea. No. <laughs> Excellent. Now, moving on from London, uh, I believe you've traveled around a little bit as well. So is it right that you lived in China for a period of time? Yes, I lived in China in Chengdu, um, which is where they have all the pandas, which I went to visit every week. I loved. Um, they also have very, very spicy food. I don't know if you've heard of the Sichuan peppercorn. It I've heard of it, mouth. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was a great experience, um, a crazy place, honestly. Cultural differences, cultural shock, <laughs> everything. And uh, with China, I guess a lot of people are always curious about China because it feels so, so far away from what they're used to in terms of culture, food, uh, the government, everything. Uh, in your experience, uh, was it a positive experience? Uh, would you want to go back to China at any point? Um, it was a positive experience in terms of an adventure and trying new things. And as a sort of expat, you're very isolated from real life in China. And every now and again, you might come face to face with it when you meet someone random on the street or through, through work. 
and that particular things those particular things I didn't enjoy um, and now with all the human rights abuses coming out of China and things like that it's not a country I feel like I would go back to right now exactly perfect but hey the food very spicy and if you like spicy food I guess that's a great reason to visit yeah but be prepared to cry and sweat with every oh. meal <laughs> wow that sounds intense <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's quite the experience <laughs> and then the other place that you visited and maybe lived in for a period of time related to spicy food <laughs> it's yes. chili yes exactly um again a beautiful country um the natural scenery in chile is stunning honestly the the most beautiful i've ever seen in my life um i lived in santiago for about a year where i taught english as well um and learned spanish and learned chilean spanish which is which is quite difficult <laughs> It's weird because I can think of the typical accent of Mexican Spanish and maybe Colombian Spanish and Argentinian Spanish, but Chilean Spanish? I don't really know what to compare it to. I don't know what it's like. Um, it's actually quite similar to Andalusian. They have similar, similar traits, um, but I think there's a list of the most difficult Spanish accents and Chile and Andalusia are number one and two. I like a challenge. <laughs> I know, you can tell. <laughs> um, but Chilean Spanish uses a lot of slang. I think they have a word, weon, I'm going to say it badly, uh -huh. which can be used to mean person, good or bad, thing, object, anything. It depends on how you use it. <laughs> weon. Yeah, or weya. Or... Weya, weon. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway. Um, I think everybody's got to know Count really well now. Uh, obviously, a traveller who left London to leave the rat race. Now, let's focus on this week's topic, which is related to health. And health, of course, is a huge topic. We could speak about healthy habits, routines, hospitals, illnesses. We could go in lots of different directions. But as usual, let's pick and choose some random questions and ask each other. First of all, uh, Kat, are you ready? I'm ready. Have you ever had an injury? Have you ever broken a bone or anything like that? I have been very lucky. I have never broken a bone. I think the worst thing which happened to me were my wisdom teeth. I don't think that involves bones, but that's the most ill I had to go to hospital. I was, my teeth were infected. My face was swollen. I had to take antibiotics. <laughs> it was horrible. Sounds intense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very and much so. All of this from wisdom teeth as well. The, the teeth that you have kind of at the back of your mouth that for some people, you have to have them taken out. You have to have them removed. So in your case, your yeah. mouth started to, to swell up. It was all swollen. Wow. You made it. You survived. Yes, just. <laughs> awesome. Now, uh, your turn. Pick a question. Ask yeah. me. So, Lewis, do you take vitamins? Do you think they are important? 
Mm, to be honest, I never really take vitamins. I try to have a healthy diet and I try to eat uh, fruit and vegetables every day. And I think by doing that, I don't need any supplements. I don't need to supplement my diet in any way. But it's true that as soon as I feel a little bit under the weather, if I feel a little bit sick, then I'll be like, okay, I need vitamins. And I will have a look in all of my drawers and be like, vitamin C, vitamin D, multivitamins, where are you? But, yeah, generally speaking, I don't take any vitamins and I don't think it's that important unless maybe your diet isn't uh, a balanced one. Yes. So speaking about that, um, Kat, would you say that you have a balanced and healthy diet? I try to, but as a vegetarian, I find it difficult to make sure I eat all the proteins and vitamins that I need. Um, so I do take a lot of supplements and vitamins. Um, I regularly need to have checkups with the doc doctor as well to make sure that my levels are right. So that's something else which I need to do to stay healthy. So we are opposites in this case. I'm not a believer in vitamins and you love them. Well, yeah, as a vegetarian, you need to, you can eat lots of fruit and beans and legumes, but you always need to rely to some extent on vitamins. And with meat substitutes like tofu and seitan, is, does that not like kind of fill the gap? I think it fills the gap to some extent, but it can never quite replace uh, the amount of nutrition you get from meat. Um, but you are right. Nowadays, there are a lot more alternatives out there for vegetarians, which makes it a lot easier. Interesting. Well, I didn't know. I'm learning something new as well. Yeah. <laughs> Very awesome. Nice. So I'm going to ask you a question now, Lewis. Who is the healthiest person you know? The healthiest person I know, to be honest, I'd probably say my dad. Um, and it sounds a little bit strange, but my dad is now, I don't even know how old he is. He's an old man. Uh, no, I'm <laughs> joking. He's like uh, 63, I think. I think he's just turned 63. And he goes out on his bike every single day and does like 30 or 40 kilometers. Um, wow. And he's, he's a machine, basically, that at least in terms of uh, being fit, um, he's constantly doing exercise. He's really, really skinny. I think if we went on a run together, I would probably get tired before he would. And then mm. aside from that, his only vice is that he likes red wine which according to some doctors is healthy anyway. So yeah. he'll have <laughs> lots of vegetables, a very balanced diet. He'll live his life in the healthiest possible way. And then he finishes at the end of the day with a glass of red wine. So wow, sounds great. <laughs> not a bad life. But you yourself, Lewis, are about to run a marathon. So you must have some training tips and health tips you can pass on to us. I mean, I guess I 
I usually fast, which is one thing. So I never really have breakfast. Um, I'll usually have lunch at about 12 o'clock or one o'clock. I can't do the Spanish lunchtime. It's, it's not an option for me. Yeah. Um, but I'll eat at like one o'clock every day and then eight or nine. So again, I prefer to have dinner a little bit earlier than typical Spanish people. And I try to always have some kind of green on my plate <laughs> to yeah. try to be a little bit healthy. Um, at the moment, I'm trying to have more green tea instead of coffee as well. And I make sure that I do some kind of exercise every other day. So I'll go for a run on Monday and then on Tuesday, maybe do something relaxing. I don't need to do exercise. But the next day I have to work out. So mm -hmm. I like my routines and I like to be healthy, but it's true that I do drink quite a lot at the weekend. I tend to binge drink. So I'm not the healthiest person in the world. That's for sure. <laughs> and uh, Sounds good. are you healthy? Would you class yourself as healthy? Do you have any healthy routines? So this month I am doing dry January. I am not drinking for the whole of January. Um, something I have never tried before, but I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good so far. Sometimes it can be difficult when you go out with friends, especially for tapas in Granada, but I enjoy the challenge. Um, so that's something new I'm trying for my health. Otherwise, I always cook my food from scratch. I don't like eating processed food. Um, and I enjoy yoga and football. I'm not very good at football. Whenever I get the ball, I freeze. <laughs> but I enjoy running after the ball. Well, that, that's good. That's good. <laughs> it's not about winning. It's about taking part. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it sounds like you've got quite a few uh, healthy routines. Now, uh, before we call it a day and finish the podcast for today, um, we've been speaking about physical health. Um, what about mental health? So, um, Kat, do you do any things to try to take care of your mental health as well? Yes, definitely. I would say that I struggle with anxiety and stress from time to time. So I really like to do meditation every day and also yoga. Yoga really helps me to calm down and de-stress from the day. Perfect. What about yourself, Luth? Yeah, I guess with mental health, uh, usually I'm quite a, a stable person, I guess. But I think it's important to speak about how you are feeling. So if I do feel a bit overwhelmed or stressed, I tell people, and to be honest, in class, whenever I'm having one-to-one -one conversations, uh, it can sometimes feel like we are being our own, like, I don't know, uh, we are having a discussion, talking about how we feel, and it's like a therapy session almost, letting yeah. your emotions out. So that's a message to everybody. Don't keep your emotions in, <laughs> let them out, do yoga, do meditation, and yeah, uh, I'm sure the only way is up. Yes, definitely. <laughs> awesome. Well, on that note, we both have to go to class. So uh, thank you very much, Kat, for joining us. And I'm sure you'll be on the podcast very, very soon. Um, oh, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. 
But no, I hope everybody you enjoyed this podcast, getting to know Kat and uh, speaking about health, uh, some random questions. And uh, from that point, well, teach you fire your life. Have a fantastic day and see you soon. Bye bye.